This is The Sharpest Tool, a podcast by Scorpion for home service professionals who want more customers, qualified leads, better jobs, and more success in their careers. Why should you listen to The Sharpest Tool? Well, you're about to find out. Let's jump into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Sharpest Tool, where we take the sting out of marketing. My name is Josh. I am your host. And today, I'm really, really fired up because uh, on today's episode, I'm speaking with Susan and Paul Cadillac. Cadillac, just like the car. That's how you say it. The owners of a design and build firm, Cadillac Homes, based out in Massachusetts. Susan's been a licensed realtor for over 20 years, and she's also a licensed contractor who built her first home when she was 23. And Paul's been involved in the firm since they met 15 years ago. This husband and wife team, this dynamic duo. They specialize in residential remodeling additions and new construction homes. Susan Paul, I am super pumped to invite you into the Sharpest Tool. Welcome to the show. We're excited to be here. Thanks, Josh. Yes, thank you for having us. I think I'm more excited than you are, Josh. <laughs> I don't know. You got to bring the energy if you're going to be on this podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So f- for this episode, we wanted to focus specifically on social media, You know, since that plays such a large role in your business. And I thought it'd be great if we just dive right in. How have you personally leveraged social media like Instagram, YouTube, Facebook to, to book more jobs? and get more customers? Well, I used to review elevator rides on YouTube first. <laughs> um, you know, so it'd be ratings like second floor to third. It'd be two floors out of 10, you know, and then it took off from there. That wasn't paying the bill. So instead, we were like, okay, let's yeah. try something else. <laughs> so we, we started doing video on social media about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, we started putting out videos. We had a mentor who said to us, you guys need to do videos. And she, you know, she's very strong about it. And we said, okay. So, you know, we started doing them. We started putting the videos out and, you know, pretty immediately we saw that it had an impact. Um, and it just kind of continued from there. And we, you know, because thinking about home services and being in construction, it's a local business. Our, our clients are local. Um, so we actually started putting the videos out on Facebook because that's where our clients are. And that's where we've had, I think at this point, over 4 million views on Facebook and that, you know, that really kind of took off. And a lot of people said, Oh, why didn't you go on YouTube? And it's because I feel like, you know, your local clients, we just felt like Facebook was a better place to be. There's less noise. There's, you know, there's just more room to be there. We felt like we probably had a shot on Facebook, you know, because <laughs> you know, like Susan said, there's a lot of noise in that space and yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to stand out, you know, and you want people to see what you do and how you, how you operate. Um, but, you know, it's, there's just a lot of people, a lot of very good contractors, you know, on there. So it's, it's easy for people to what I call the, um, it's like uh, the cell phone. It's like the distraction attraction, you know, yeah. though the mm-hmm. phone attracts you from a distraction of, you know, you're in a meeting, oh, phone goes off, phone, you know, it's something along those lines. So when you're online, it's like you see one picture, it leads to another, another, and then you're in this rabbit hole. Then you forgot what yeah. you were looking at from the beginning. So it's just hard to keep people in tune. And I think Facebook, Susan had said to me, you know, there's not many contractors on Facebook. She's like, we should, you know, we'll start there. And right. the, so we started there and then well, we went to Instagram. And- the ironic part was it was real estate videos is what we were going to do first. <laughs> right. We have the real estate <laughs> brokerage. And then she's like, we're going to practice on the construction. Yes. Like, All right, cool. So that's what we started with. And then it just snowballed into something that we 
just didn't anticipate at all. Yeah. And you know, it's it's not just about putting videos up on a platform like Facebook. It's about putting engaging videos up. Right. When you started, what was what was the the frame you were looking through where you're like, you know what, we're gonna do videos like this and see if that gains traction. What what's really started to gain traction video-wise from an engagement perspective? So it's interesting because we didn't we didn't put out videos that said, hey, these are projects call us. It was, it was quite the opposite because we wanted it to feel like native Facebook content. So our videographer had actually said, let's, do we want to sit down and talk about what kind of videos you guys want to put out? And I said, no, let's, (laughs) (laughs) I said, no, the more time we spend talking about it, the less videos we put out. So I said, let's just go out, let's, you know, shoot some footage and, you know, and figure it out. And that's just kind of how we did it because we wanted it to be, we didn't want it to be kind of pre-planned. We wanted to to be like authentic, like in the moment. And it, it could be some of them where we were just like on a job site where, you know, Paul's doing something goofy, like playing target practice with some of the materials on the job or, you know, just things like that. Or when he, um, we had a bidet in a new house that we were putting in and Paul decided, you know, just kind of spontaneously that he was going to test the bidet with his clothes on. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, the, the plumbers were there. Where is that? And I have like, I had like workout pants on and I was like, this is a good test to see. So I sat on the toilet yeah. and I checked it and it squirted. And I was like, it was great aim. Yeah. I, I wanted to make sure it was a solid product and it was good. And for our clients, you know, I like to, I like to use the products that we always recommend is typically products that we use. So that's, you know, that's, I wanted yeah. to make sure that our, our clients and people that watch us know it was a good product and it actually does what it says, you know, yeah. And if you haven't used a bidet, let me tell you something, you are messing out, my friend. Okay. That, those are amazing. Heated, everything. I was like, whoa, I can't believe this. Heated. Call them a, okay. Heated yeah. Okay. Bro day is what I call them for the men. You know, it's a bro day. It was intense. Yes. Very intense. But, uh, yeah, but he does a lot of things like that, which, you know, he'll run through showers. He'll run, like, he'll just do all kinds of crazy things. And, you know, that's a lot of our videos. It's just kind of like, you know, we're at the job site and, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's just whatever's around, he, you know, makes up something and it's, it's crazy. I feel like I'm like a 13 year old trapped in a 43 year old's body, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and now you didn't obviously limit it to Facebook and Instagram. You got over to YouTube, 50,000 followers later, 200,000 views on YouTube. Um, did, was the transition pretty seamless? Did you have any strategy you went into YouTube with from your learnings from uh, Facebook? Yeah. I mean, YouTube is a, you know, a different place. We also went over, you know, to Instagram, which is a different platform and put, you know, okay. So we have these, you know, videos on Facebook and then we, you know, pictures of our jobs we're putting on Instagram and, you know, we started to grow that platform. Um, And then, you know, YouTube just taking kind of YouTube, we kind of put more of our most more popular videos just because, you know, it is a, a platform that Obviously, there's a lot more competition, a lot more things on there. And also YouTube is more of a, I feel like when I go to YouTube, I want to, search, how do I do something or how do I, you're not necessarily looking for a local business. You're looking for like how, you know, kind of a how to, Mm -hmm. um, I broke my dryer. How do I fix it? (laughs) It won't spin. Then somebody somewhere else has had that problem. You know, YouTube is one of the best educators out there. Right. So we we try to think about, you know, like our clients, like what kind of, like one of the videos that we have on there is about, um, you know, like water in the basement and about foundation. So things like that, that we thought, homeowners might look for. Um, I I, I think, you know, I think it also, you know, when I met Susan, she was building and uh, you know, I was learning construction and it's, it's complicated at first. It's very overwhelming because there's so many pieces to it. 
So as I start to understand things more and, and uh, really retain the information, um, I would see her talk to clients sometimes and, she, you know, she just knows it so well. Uh, she would say something and, and I just see this like glazed over look over their, their head. And, you know, they're all intelligent people, but they just don't speak the language of construction yeah. like we do. So they, you know, they don't understand it, which we totally get. So I used to see that and I'd be like, do you know what she's talking about? You know, Gable and the little A-frame on the side of your house. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. You know, so for <laughs> me, it was like that aha moment of like, how can I translate that information that she knows oh, so yeah. well and kind of make it in a in a way that they can understand it? And I think that's a huge tool that's been an asset yeah. for us in terms of why our stuff has been, um, you know, taken off because nobody wants to go to a video and feel you know, unintelligent watching it. Right. Cause yeah. as, as soon as you don't understand it, you're like next, yeah. next, you know, yeah. you, you tune out and you're just like, I, I don't get this guy, you know? So if you can kind of put it in layman's terms, which is the, the way that I retain things the most, give me the, the cliff note version. This is what it is. What does it relate to? Um, I think that's been a, a real huge driver for us in terms yeah. of, you know, people staying in tune and watching them because they do, you know, we do have clients that are like, oh, I saw a video on this, this, and this. And, you know, and they're, they're really gathering and understanding the information. So it's really good in that aspect. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what that, that's why we have Paul has to train, you know, we call him the chief fun officer because he makes everything, <laughs> <laughs> he makes everything fun. He's the CFO. <laughs> right. And she's, the C, you know, she's, she's like graduated like 12th in her class. You know what I mean? I barely went to class. So that's why, probably why we work together. So, so I'm well, talking about know? all this stuff and he's right. like, what she's talking about is. <laughs> yeah. We I did love that. One, one video where someone said, how come all, you know, the builders are on here, they build two story homes instead of ranches. And I'm going into this entire explanation about, you know, the size of the foundation, the size of the roof and all this stuff. And Paul, we get in a video and Paul goes, well, it's less expensive to put a box on top of a box instead of one big box. And it's funny because we got so many comments on that and they were like, that made a lot of sense. And I'm like, yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, That's true. <laughs> I, communicating these complex ideas down to um, just simple, just simple ways to understand it, simple stories that you can tell that make it make sense. We see that in the marketing space all the time, especially over at Scorpion. We, we're trying to help people with digital marketing. Oh, yeah, there are so many complexities you could go down a rabbit hole with of yeah. talking about algorithms and all the different over 300 factors that impact algorithms and what that actually means. But be able to pull it back, just distill it down to something that's translatable. It's like that's a yeah. that's a superhuman power in and of itself. So. I was gonna say that's Paul's superpower. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's just you know <laughs> nobody wants to feel stupid when you're watching or hearing something, yeah. right? And, and, you know, and they don't want to ask a question because they you know they feel stupid asking the question. But we try to say it's okay to ask the question. You're you hired us because you don't know and you shouldn't know. You know that's yeah. why you hired us for our expertise. So because. You know, I always say every profession has their language of love, so to speak, right? Yeah. Doctors talk about things we don't know. Scientists talk about things we don't know. You know, on the construction side, we talk about things, you know, people don't know. So to me, it's like, you're not supposed to understand that. That's why you brought in a professional, right? So our yeah. job is to make sure we are, you know, super clear with our clients. They understand yeah. what's going on. They understand the processes and trying to be really you know, I always say we like to bring a nice heaping cup of transparent tea to uh, you know the meetings. You know, because you want to make sure that they can see clearly. And you know, when the water's murky, you don't want to dip your toe in it, right? Yep. But if you can see, you're like, okay, I'm good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So all right, so Facebook. I want to go back to Facebook specifically. When you, when you got started on Facebook, there's yeah. a lot of talk, uh, obviously, between paid advertising on Facebook and like organic reach and organic lift. So meaning things you don't have to pay for, right? Yeah. When you got started, did you? 
you immediately jump into the paid version of Facebook to get your reach expanded or organic? Tell us a bit about your process on the organic side then, if not paid. Yeah, so we we did not start out with paid. And I, I think it's hard right now to look at Facebook five years ago and Facebook now because it's a different, it's yeah. a different beast. The organic reach that you could get back then versus now is quite different. And I'll also say that even right now, because we've been on Facebook for so long, we typically get above, you know, about much above normal or organic traffic, just because we have, we've been on so long, we've been putting content up for so long. So our organic reach right now is even higher than I think you would expect on a Facebook page. Um, But no, at the very beginning, we were just putting them out there and, you know, people were sharing them, we were sharing them and, and they, you know, we just, you know, they just kind of went off on their own and, and we just kept putting them out. And some of them were really terrible. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get embarrassed easily. So it's easy for me to be, you know, a knucklehead on camera. Yeah. So, you know, she's, you know, she's very poised yeah. and intelligent. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm, but you we know. just kept at it, you know, because that's one thing you hear too, is sometimes people are nervous about, you know, putting videos out and, put, oh, yeah. you know, putting things out there. Um, but we just, we just kind of jumped in and went for it. And, you know, I would say for us as, you know, as they've been out and as people have been watching them and as people have been, you know, kind of following along, you know, as far as you had mentioned about, you know, how many jobs you book off social media and things like that. And I think, you know, putting content out there and putting, no matter what kind of content it, it is, you're, you know, you're building an audience, you're building a relationship with the people who are following you and the people who are following you are getting to know you. And that's a huge thing, I think, especially with a contractor that they know, you know, they know who you are before they call. And I think that that's huge. So, yeah, it's like that, you know, the the universe is massive, right? When you're putting your stuff out there, it's attracting the people that normally would probably work with you. Right. So you're weeding out a lot of people that might not, I am sure there's people that watch the videos and go, Paul is an idiot. I, (laughs) he drives me insane. Right. And those people won't call us and that's okay. You know? And then there's other people that like what we do and they're like, uh-huh. I want to do, you know, I want them to do my project. They so. say, I want Paul to run fully clothed for my shower and test it out <laughs> and put it put it out for the world to see. Sign me up for that. And, you know, and that's the thing. People who call us, they you know that's what they're signing up for. Yeah, I mean, they they, they want it a little bit, you know I mean? It's, it's, just, it's, yeah. it's, you know, renovations in general, they're just stressful. You know, yeah. people are spending a lot of money. There's decision fatigue. So Susan handles a lot of the professional side of that, and I handle a lot of the you know loose. Let's let's have fun. You yeah. can enjoy enjoy it. You know you're like you're, you're renovating for you know it's, it's going to change your life how you host. Yeah, you got to have that yin to the yang. If you were both like each other, then uh, it probably wouldn't be a, as as attractive a dynamic to your your viewers and your listeners. You know, and I love it's, that perspective right everybody's yeah. got different perspectives so we both bring something different to yeah. the table that people may or may not like you know, you know one of the bi- one of the big challenges that I, I see a lot of business owners face when it comes to video is a couple things right first off it's well, i might not be good on camera right which i think is valid it's valid if somebody has that recognition like i'm just not cut for it there's still ways you could find people to be spokespeople and things like that i think if you're going to engage in that kind of platform but also, too, is like the time and the energy and the money to handle uh, it yourself. When you got started, did you do a lot of the shooting, editing yourself? Or did you know immediately, I need to hire somebody. I'm going to get somebody to go do all these aspects for me. So newsflash, nobody's good on camera. If they are, <laughs> they're an actor or an actress in Hollywood. <laughs> so for anybody out there listening, saying, I don't like myself. Nobody likes themselves no, on camera. That was me. You know? Are you kidding? Oh, no. Yeah. I, so... Yeah. If at the very beginning, like I was not the one 
posting the videos on Facebook because I would have deleted them all. I, right. you know, it just, I think that's kind of a natural thing yeah. um, for people, but you know, you just, you know, for us, we, d- we did um, at the beginning, we outsourced it. And then, you know, eventually we brought someone in house. Um, but that's kind of how we, you know, that's kind of how we started because it, with both of us, in them, I think we just thought it might be easier to have someone else. It's, you know, it's totally the shooting. Yeah. A set of uh, a different set of eyes. You know, I mean, yeah. honestly, our team watches so much video of us and edits. I, I don't even know how they do it, honestly, because yeah. I get sick of myself. So yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I want to talk about tile. I want to talk about kitchen layouts. Yeah. I mean, I they have to like, cite, you know, go through and decipher all this stuff and yeah. like, be like, okay, this is good. This is, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know how they do it. Honestly, I don't. Thank yeah. God that they are willing to do it because we couldn't. Mm-hmm. And like Susan said, when you're, you got to trust the process, right? When people yeah. hire us, we try to tell them, Hey, you, you're hired us because we're professionals. You got to trust the process. And that's what we did with our team. And we're very fortunate that we have some amazing, amazing people that work with us. And uh, I, I like to say work with us because people can choose to work wherever they want. So they yeah. don't work for us. They work with us, you know? So um, we're appreciative of what they do and what they bring to the table. And, you know, sometimes we don't like what they put out and we're like, that's not, no, that doesn't make me look good. And they're like, no, no, it'll be good. Trust me. You know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, uh, you know, so, but you know, at the end of the day, it collectively brings the team together, yeah. so to speak. And I think for me, I, I knew that they Susan, can all make fun of us together. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I knew Susan wasn't going to be thrilled about being on camera. So I figured if I was also a little bit more, uh, you know, outgoing, it might make her feel a little, a little comfortable. Easier with yeah. it, right? Paul's naturally outgoing anyway. He's always, there you he's, go. he's always been good at it. But as, as far as the, the decision to initially do it, I mean, we just kind of jumped in it, you know, yeah. it's, and we just kind of thought, you know what, we're going to commit to it for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, then, you know, then we can always pull it back. And that's just kind of how I think we, you know, we make a decision, we do yep. it, we give it some time and, you know, you never know how things are going to go. And, you know, if you don't want to be on camera yourself, you can, you can find people, you can have clients do testimonials, you can do, um, you can do informative videos, you can do reels with just words and music. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do now um, that I think, you know, no matter what your style is, no matter what you want to put out, I think that there's a a way to kind of figure out what, what fits you. And I think that's important too, because clients watching, they're going to get a feel for your personality and your business from whatever you're putting out there. So it has to be that when they pick up the phone and call you that it, you know, that it, it makes sense with what they, what they saw and, you know, from your company. I think Susan's also correct. She said this before about, you know, people want to know who you are as a company, you know, besides your company, they want to know who you are as a person, right? You know, everybody's got a story. What's your story? You know, why are they attracted to you as a business? Why? And I think that answers a lot of questions for people too. So you're able to answer you know, people on a different level, you know, scale wise, right. And, and reach these people. And then you're also attracting the people that would normally come to you. So yeah, it's a win-win. And I think, I think honestly, people do themselves a disservice by not, you know, watch, you don't have to watch all the footage back yourself, but I will say I've learned a lot about me oh, yeah. as, as I've, as um, we've done this, you know, so there's been times she's like, you're being out of your mind that day. And I'm like, no, it's fine. And then I watch it and I'm like, Oh, you know, when you're in those moments, 
you don't rec- recognize I'm it, like, right? Watch the tape. No. Yeah. But when you take a step back and you watch it, you're like, oh. Yeah. So it just it it makes you read a little bit better on how you know you are. Hundred you percent. Know? I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of that. My wife and I did a podcast and uh, and together. And one of the things I found because I she's she's we have very similar dynamic. I'm the I'm the way more outgoing one. She's outgoing, but she still is a little more timid. And I just found that there's times I would just dominate the conversation with all the words going through my head. <laughs> And she would barely get a, a word in edgewise. I was like, I got to adjust that. It's <laughs> yeah. not going to work. <laughs> that was when we first started putting videos out. The first few, the comments we got were, are you going to let her talk? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Yeah. It makes you really step back. I'm like, okay. Because, you know, I'm like a goldfish. I forget so quickly. I'm like, oh, I got this thought. Let me spit this out. And it, yeah. I'll just like, I'll just like sandblast the whole conversation. Because I'm just like, wait, wait, hold on. I got a good idea. And <laughs> Yeah, and then it turns into that. So then I'm like, "Oh, I got to stop doing that." I'm like, "We're talking about two people want to hear from her too." When you first were creating the videos, did you attack it with any level of consistency? Was that was that like part of your plan? You're like, "I we're going to do it every week. We're going to do it for this period of time." This was was that part of it? Yeah. Tell me a bit about that. That was probably as far as planning. That was probably our own our only planning. We they did had a ton to of be, run and gun. Yeah, they had to be less than sixty seconds. And were we putting them out weekly or twice a week? I don't remember, but whatever it was, it was it was. We're going to put something out every week. Yeah. Even if we have something terrible, whatever it is, the, the consistency I think is always the key. And you know, in, in any yeah. marketing or anything that you're putting out, so you know, we were like, it's better to put out ten okay ones than one great one. I always felt like so. I was like, you know, we're going to do it. And then we would always, you know, try to follow what the algorithms were. And at one point, Facebook was, you know, at, at one point there was this little period of time where they were like, we want really want videos 10 minutes or more. And our team was like, are you kidding me? 10 minutes every week. And I was like, yep, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we try to, you know, we try to follow what, what it's kind of looking for, but we try, you know, we're, yeah. we've always been consistent with putting the content out. We're, I'm a total hands-on learner. I, I need yeah. to put my hands on it and do it. And then I will retain it, get better at it and practice it. You know, I can't sit in the classroom the whole time and go through theory. It just doesn't, I, I'm not in tune with it. I'm just more of a hands-on and Susan can do both of those things. Right. She does them both really well. So she's like, all right, we're just doing this. Like she, she's very, you know, I'm the kid that jumps off of the roof into the pool. She's like, why would you do that? That's stupid, you know? <laughs> but then she's like, when it comes to this stuff, she's just naive about failing. So she, she just doesn't know how to do it. She just, it's not even in her head. You know, yeah. it's not even like, oh, well, we might not be good. She was like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And it was just, and that's it. And that's kind of the confidence that she embodies in everybody around us, you know, because it's like, there's no option. It's do it. You know, if yeah. you don't want to do it, the door's over there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, do you want to be somebody who tries to tie the box a little bit, create things differently, you know, use your creativity, or do you want to just be the, you know, the punch a card at nine, leave a five, you know? <laughs> yeah. Some people want that. It's yeah. just what you, you know, what they want. And you've used obviously some other pretty interesting digital marketing methods for the business, obviously including hosting a show, rev- renovation, rekindle, and launching the recent app. Uh, yeah. Many contractors and other home service businesses, they have a really hard time wrapping their head around digital marketing in general. So, uh, I wanted to kind of dive into some of those aspects with respect to filming the show outside of just the videos. How did that opportunity to start a, a, a show come about? Tell me about that. So we, I mean, we were putting, you know, putting our videos out on a consistent basis and we had, 
you know, we had a bunch of um, production companies reach out to us about, you know, doing doing a show on a larger network. And, you know, ultimately, after we kind of looked at everything, we decided that it wasn't really an avenue that we wanted to go down in that sense. Um, so we, you know, our videos started with, you know, it was just kind of, you know, rough, you know, we're at the job site here and there. And then, you know, we would hear from our audience, we want to see, you know, the before and after. So then we would do those and then we would hear, okay, we want to see clients. So um, that's kind of how the show evolved. And one of the producers that we, you know, that we had met along the way, he's working with us now. Um, and he's, you know, he worked on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. He's very good. And that's why the show looks great, because I think if it was up to us. <laughs> he's done legitimate television, you know. Yeah, I mean, not, and that comes back you know, to the team, right? So the right. team is, you know, the trusting in, in the team. And, um, you know, and in doing these videos, we're, you know, speaking directly to the audience and we're really, you know, building our relationship with our clients. And the, the, the show and the app just kind of felt like a natural extension of that, where we're doing whole, you know, whole projects in each episode, there's 10 episodes on the app and it, you know, it involves the client, it's the before and after it's an entire project. Um, and, you know, we're filming season two right now and it's, you know, it's, it's been kind of, it kind of just felt like a natural extension of what we were doing. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think to backtrack a little bit, you know, we, when we had the offers from these production companies, you know, our focus wasn't like, we need to get a show. We were never like, we need a show. That, that's never been our focus. You know, yeah. um, it, it was, you know, when we did get approached, it was just like the the stakes that they wanted were just too much. We'd have to give up too much of our business, too much control. And we have people that rely on us. We're like, we just can't do it. It's not worth having a show to take that risk. And then, you know, we're responsible for these people that work with us. Like, yeah. you know, if they, you know, it's just, there's a massive responsibility. It's, it's an awesome responsibility, but it's, it's also like, we really sat and talked and we're like, it's just, you know, it wasn't for us. It's like, we want to be famous. We want to be a show. It just, that's really what it wasn't about. It was just more about, you know, um, taking care of the people that take care of us. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to grow at the end of the day. You know, you, you, you got to take, take everybody along for the ride. You know, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Yeah. That's what we like to say. There's plenty of money to make, right, for everybody. So it's like there's no need to be greedy. So, you know, that's that's part of it, too, I think, is that it, yeah. it really speaks to, you know, how, you know, Susan's management style is really um, loyalty. She draws a lot of loyalty from people that work. And I've learned a lot from watching her. Because if I had to manage them all, they'd probably they'd probably be like, we we quit, <laughs> you know. But uh, she she's very good about listening to people, and you know, really, I've learned that too along the way. Is you know, we have all these mm -hmm. experts in these fields at different yeah. things, and it's like, why wouldn't you listen to them, right? Because oh, it's yeah. like they 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 know it better than we do. So it's like collectively you know, we put out a better product. So, you know, why wouldn't you do that? You, know, you, do, you don't know all the answers when you know everything, nobody wants to talk to you, but when yeah. you don't know anything, everybody wants to talk to you. Yeah. I love that. And, and to tell me a bit about the app too. How did that idea get started? Where's that at? What's that about? Yeah. So the show initially it aired um, here on NECN in the in New England. Um, and we, you know, because of our social media presence, we have a lot of audience who's, you know, who's in other parts of the country and other parts of the world who's, you know, how can we see the show? How can we see the show? And that's kind of how the app kind of mm -hmm. came around, you know, again, thinking about how do people consume content? How do people view content? You know, everyone's streaming now, everyone, you know, they don't want to watch one episode and then wait, they want to be able to, you know, download it, watch everything, watch it all at once. So it just felt, you know, again, like, okay, this, this feels like a place where it can be accessible people can watch how and when they want it's in all the app stores and it's, you know, it's just, we just thought it was a really, 
you know, easy way to make the show accessible and, to everyone who's asking. And I think even, you know, our producer, you know, he has been in the field a long time and even he was recognizing how much of an impact social media has just overall with other production yeah. companies, with television in general, like the model of television seems like it's really shifting dynamic. Yeah. You know, when you look at it, it's like people watch TV now when they have time. It's when I was a kid, it was like, Hey, Steve Urkel is going to be on Friday night. You got to be home. You know, you're oh, like, yeah. Can I do that? You know, so it's like, yes. you know, you're trying to rush home to watch it. When I was a kid, like you had to be home, you know, to see it. Yeah. And then you wait a week for the next show. But now that, you know, that doesn't exist anymore, you know, right. It's like you, you know, you consume it when you have time, it's a convenience factor. And I yeah. think, yeah. you know, he recognized that as well as like, you know, a lot of, um, the, the, there's a lot of good talent out there and a lot of good places. It's like, it's nice that, you know, we are able to put our app out and yeah. show people what Absolutely. we do. And, you know, if yeah. they don't like it, they don't have to watch it. That's what's great. But if they do, you know, it's, it's a great place for us to put things that people can come kind of see what we're up to. Awesome. It's funny because our kids are like, they don't watch TV. They think they, I no. think they think it's weird. They're like, why would you watch that? Yeah. They, they just want to, <laughs> yeah, they, they just want to go it, through their right. apps and watch your shows. And, you know, as, you know, as yeah. they, as the next generation comes through, I think, but they, you know, they traditional. It, it's so funny though. Cause even they try, you know, our son's nine. He put a, he opened up a popsicle, SpongeBob popsicle on camera and put it on YouTube and he has 3,500 views. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? It, you know, I mean, so it's like, that is their generation. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, we're in that dynamic shift, like, but that is how they will operate. You know, yeah. they, their marketing will be digital completely for the most part, you know, totally. by the time they're in that working world. So it's yeah. like, it's really just, it's just wild how things transform so quickly because we yeah. talk about shifting gears and yeah. how quickly things change. So we always talk to the team about like, hey, it's not like, do you drive an automatic or a stick? Right. You got to be able to shift quick and, yep. and change. Right. Because it's just that's what we're in now. It's not that, you know, punch your card, go to work, come home. Th yep. Those days are gone. There's a lot more dynamic to it now. So it's it makes for a very I think creativity is it's so fun to see how many different yeah. creative people are actually out there and how many you can reach and see. You yeah. know, versus before where you wouldn't, you know, you had to watch Star Search to find a new singer. <laughs> you know, now it's like, you know, the, the people that had to really like go through the clubs when they were traveling all around, making no money to become a famous singer. Now they can put themselves out on YouTube and yeah. get a contract, you know, so yeah. it's, it's just wild. Yeah, you know, it's really wild. I am. I'm continually fascinated at how many talented people there are in the world uh, and social media has so exposed many. that. It's incredible. It's incredible. Really? Well, it this does. is this has been insanely insightful and helpful for home service businesses, though. I want to wrap this up, tie it up with a nice bow. What would be your best tip be for a home service business or a home services professional who's looking to leverage social media into their digital marketing mix? Um, or just in general uh, in their industry, what would be your one tip of advice? Consistency. Yeah. No. Know your audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it totally. I, yeah. I mean, knowing, and that kind of goes hand in hand, right? It's knowing, you know, what, who, who's your client, what kind of content do they want to see? And then put it out there consistently on a consistent basis so that they're, you know, because it's repetition. Ultimately yeah. it's, re it's repetition where they're seeing, you know, they're seeing it over and over again. And you're going to try things that don't work and you're going to try things that will. So you <laughs> don't just get gotta, discouraged. Yeah. 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 Stay, stay the score. course. Just keep scoring. It's not working. Like, try something else. Let's, you know, let's, <laughs> let's do this, you know? So it's like, it's, it's kind of wild too. Cause even we'd go look at jobs and sometimes the, 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 the husband and wife would be sitting there and, and the wife would be like, we've had four contractors in and not one of them even looked in my direction. And yeah. I'm like, really? Cause I sit there and talk to them the whole time. Cause I'm like, they're the ones that are making most of the decisions. Most yeah. of the husband's like, 
yeah, it was great. Yes. Yeah. As long as she's happy, I'm good. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's wild to hear that kind of feedback as Susan bringing me into it. Like it was a no brainer for me. You know, that's, that's how I always, that's how I was always exposed to it. So I'm like, yeah, why, why wouldn't we talk to her? You know, like, you know, most of the time they just, they want their, they want their house to run a certain way. Yeah. So that's, as long as they can get that, then everybody's happy. That's awesome. Awesome advice. Great insights into social media. Uh, and it's been awesome talking with you both. I, I just love your dynamic and I love everything you guys are doing. Uh, what, where can listeners go to find out more about you? So all of our social media is at Cadillac Homes. And that's Cadillac with a K. It's K-A-D-I-L-A-K. It's <laughs> spelled the correct way, just so you know. And uh, Renovation Rekindle is the name of our show because we want people to fall in love with their house again. That's what we do when we remodel. We want them to never leave. Yep. So the Renovation Rekindle app is on all the app stores, Apple TV, Google Play, Roku, all of that. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. And, then, and we'll put some links for those down in the show notes below so that way everybody can... I catch on to those. Um, but thank you both for taking some time to chat with us about social media. I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys in the future. I think uh, there's a lot more you have to be able to share and offer our listeners. So thank you. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks yep. for your time. We appreciate the generosity of your time, Joshua. <laughs> I try and be generous with it. So <laughs> well, You were. Thank you. I appreciate that. You bet. And for everybody listening, wherever you might be listening at, definitely hit the like button and give that subscribe button a little tap so you can continue to get more awesome content from all of us here at The Sharpest Tool. Until next time, we'll talk to you then. Thanks. Stick around to learn how you can brand and market your home services business to become more trusted in your community what it takes to create a great customer experience, how you can use that experience to generate repeat quality business, and so much more.